did good preaching to us. But could you stand a little more? Glory to God. Give me a few extra minutes, maybe. We won't keep you long. Praise God. Turn in your Bibles, if you would, please, today to Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. I haven't welcomed anyone uh, that's on live stream today. I know we've got folks out there. Praise God. Wish you were here, but we're glad to have you taking part this way. And uh, we're having a great summer, rolling through the uh, vacation season. And uh, glory to God. Soon it'll be school time again. Oh, don't bring it up, right? Praise God. <clears throat> Things are really moving along just while you're turning in your Bible in the office area. Uh, they have just uh, completed drywall, and they say we'll be ready to start painting in there on uh, Wednesday. And uh, tile work has begun to go in. Doors have been picked out. We'll be ordered on Monday. Moving right along. We'll get you a tour in there pretty quick. Praise the Lord. And uh, the children's church, by the way, for our 6 to 12-year-olds, next Sunday you'll not go around to the back. You'll be in your new children's church room. Yeah, for the very first Sunday, children's church time. And just to let you know, you'll be the only room in the building that has a Samsung 4K 82-inch Q6, I don't know. That's where we're going to have a Super Bowl party later this year. I don't know, praise God. And uh, so enjoy that, enjoy that. Amen. And But parents, anyway, you'll go to the check-in booth, and then you won't have as far to walk. Uh, you'll all be right there, praise God. So just exciting stuff, exciting stuff as God continues to bless us. Amen. Amen. Well, let's just jump right into it here. Praise God. You trust that I've been praying this weekend. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hebrews chapter 11. A couple of Sundays ago, uh, we decided, I believe, at the Lord's direction to turn our ministry focus towards faith. And so this will be the third uh, teaching along that line. And so if you missed the first two, we encourage you to get back up on the podcast or go back to Facebook or YouTube. And look up that and keep caught up with us. Amen? Amen. Praise God. And so we're calling this series Living by Faith. Living by Faith. And we won't take time to do that today, but we would uh, call it that and be right to call it that because uh, in not less than five places in the New Testament, believers are explicitly and repeatedly instructed how they are to live their life. Amen? We are to walk by faith not by sight. We are to live by faith. Amen. It, is, uh, it would be a grave, tragic mistake to think that I use my faith to get saved, and that's it. I use my faith to get saved, and, and then, as the old hymn says, I'm just hanging on until we get to glory. No, there ain't to be no hanging on. When the Bible says in Romans 5, 17 that believers are to reign, to rule like a king in life, not over other people, but over circumstances, over the devil in life, we are to reign by the one, Jesus Christ in life. So the, uh, the way you got into the kingdom, the way you became a child of God, how did that happen? You did that by faith. It's the only way. If you're really in and you're really saved. How did you get that way? Only by exercising faith. If you did not exercise faith, then you're not, your name's not written. The Bible says again in Romans, you're in Hebrews 11, where we want you to be, that the just, 
uh, we are justified by faith in Him. The only means by which a human being can come into peace with God, in a right relationship with God, is through the exercising of faith. People say, well, you're going to go to heaven. Ask somebody. Be bold and just ask them. You're going to go to heaven when you die? Oh, yeah. And ask them, why Why do they think that? Now, if they say, well, because I've repented of my sin, Jesus took my place and preached you the gospel, then you know, okay, you're, you're, you're the real deal. But if they say something like, well, because, you know, I just, I'm a good person, and I just believe God is love, and I am just doing my best to live a good life, well, then you just know you ought to go on and try to help them if they'll listen. That's not going to get her done. By the law or by the deeds of the law, by attempts to please God through works, no man is justified in the eyes of God. None. None. The Bible says, uh, apart from God, apart from faith in Christ, nobody's righteous. No, not one. Not one. Not one. Oh, but for those of us who have had faith. Now, faith what? Faith, faith generally? Faith that God is? No. Faith that God is a good? No. Faith that God is love? No. Faith in the finished work of Jesus. Faith that He died as a substitute for us. Faith that He was not a man only, not, not a good teacher or prophet or good rabbi. A- amen but the Son of God made incarnate in the flesh. Amen. And who lived a perfect life, went to that cross, died in our place as a subject, was buried three days, was raised up gloriously from the dead, he is alive today, that his blood, your faith in that, confessing with your mouth what you believe in your heart, that and that only is what will get you in. By faith, or excuse me, by grace are we saved through faith. Here's what we need to know. I know you know that. Christians are well established in that. Amen? What we need to remember is, is that everything else you receive from God in life will come the same way. Everything. Everything comes the same way. Amen? All right, before we make more comment, let's go ahead and read some Scripture. Amen. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. And read that again. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Amen? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Let me read that to you from my amplified translation. It says, Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things hoped for, being the proof of things not seen. So for faith to be faith, it's dealing with something not seen. Faith doesn't apply for the seen. It'd be stupid or silly for me to try to use faith to believe for an iPad. I have one. I can feel it, turn it on, read from it. Faith is not for the seen. Faith is for what you don't see. Faith is what you do when you don't see. Faith is what you have when you don't feel. Amen. Once it shows up in this natural material realm where your five senses can detect it, that's the end of faith. How many of you believe, trick question coming, that you are sitting in a gray chair this morning? 
Good. Amen. No, you're, you don't believe you are. You know you are. You can feel it. You can see it. You can touch it. You can get out and smell it if you want to. It's brand new. Hallelujah. Amen. So faith doesn't apply. What do we use faith for? For the things you don't see. And it's how you get what you don't see into the realm of the seen. Amen. So faith is the assurance. It is the confirmation, the title deed of the things hoped for, being the proof of things we do not see. I like this. Faith is the conviction of their reality. What is faith? Faith is the conviction on the inside of the reality of what you can't see. The reality, the realness. Amen? The realness of the existence uh, of something you cannot see or feel. I can't see or feel my salvation, but I am convicted of its reality. I am assured that I am born again. I know I am. I know it by faith. Amen? Then the Amplified goes on, and I love this phrase, faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. So I was telling our adult Connect class, y'all are really missing out. We're having a great time in Connect. We, we, you, if you can, we, we encourage you to come. What is Connect? Well, it's, a, it's our adult Sunday school class that we have in the, at 9 o'clock. And we're talking about some of these things. Well, uh, back there the other day, we were talking about how faith really is your sixth sense. Amen. Because notice what it says. Faith is the conviction of the reality of things you can't see. Amen. It goes on and says, faith is that which perceives as a real fact. As a real fact. Amen. Something that is not revealed to the senses, meaning your five senses. So this is what faith is. And this is how we're supposed to live. Amen. This is how we're supposed to live. Now, go back with me, if you would, over to Mark chapter 11. You knew we were going to get there eventually, right? Mark chapter 11. Hallelujah. And while you're going there, now, if you came up uh, to someone, at maybe at work, and maybe they're in the break room, they're all looking disheveled or stressed out, and you say, hey, what's wrong? You say, oh, I'm just praying, I'm just praying God will save me. I'm just waiting on God to save me. Would you pray with me? I need God to save me. I want to be saved. Well, are they they approaching salvation correctly? They're not? It's not right to say, oh, God, save me. Please save me. I want you to save me. I'm sorry for my sin. Please save me. You're saying that's wrong? You're right to say that's wrong. Will that get them there? Oh, God, I just want to feel like I'm saved. Oh, God, I just need to know. Send me some sort of sign. What would you tell them? You would tell them it's already done. Oh, but if I could just feel like I was forgiven. What would you tell them? It's not based on feelings. That's what you would tell them. So how would you lead them to Christ? How would, how would, you, how would you get them the reality? Give them the word. Tell them what he did. But what must I do? Believe. Believe what? 
You see, to, to get saved, I mean, this is kind of important, to miss hell. You have to believe you're saved before you get saved. You have to believe you got it before you get it. What does that person I repent of my sin, yes, but then I have to believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that God raised Jesus from the dead. I have to confess Him as my Lord. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I want Him to be my Lord. I'm just, I'm just trying to get Him to be my Lord and to accept me. That's the one we'll get it, will it? That person has to receive to, right? They have to receive and, and, and get to the place, I'm saved now. I'm born again. I believe in my heart and I've confessed with my mouth that God has raised Jesus from the dead. And according to the Word of God, I'm forgiven. According to the Word of God, I'm a brand new creation. According to the Word of God, my name's in the Lamb's Book of Life. According to the Word of God, I'm a son of God now. I'm a child of God now. You're, they're not waiting on anything and you know that and you would try to help them receive that. Amen. But how many Christians do you know are saying, oh, Father, heal me. Please heal me. Oh, Father, heal me, please. You know how bad I hurt. You know how much I want to be able to move without pain. I want to be able to work for you and do all that you've called me to do. Oh, please help me. Please heal me. You know I want you to heal me. You know I'll work harder for you if you heal me. I'm sorry for anything I did wrong. Please heal me. Isn't that the same thing as saying, please save me, Father. Oh, please save me. Save me, Father. Oh, please save me. And we know that a person waiting on God to save them is wrong. We know that. But do we know just as equally? Do you know that your healing is just as finished? Just as paid for? Just as complete? Just as final? just as offered, just as available as salvation is. And yet how many multiply, how many Christians today are out there going, oh, Father, please. I know, I'm, God, he'll try to, right, trying to get them to heal me. Would that be right? Millions upon millions of Christians think that's right to pray that way. And they go unhealed. They go unhealed. Hey, Brother Philip, I just I'm thirsty. I have some water there. Would you would you bring me some water? I'm so thirsty. Please bring me some water. Would you bring me some water? <laughs> Philip, please bring me some water. <laughs> I, 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 I thought you loved me, Philip. <laughs> please give me some water. Oh, it would be so... I would preach better, Philip, if I had some water. It's, it's so good. It's, I'm going to do it, but it's, if you would just see fit. I'm so dry. You have to know, Philip. Can't you see? Can't you hear how raspy my throat is becoming? Would you all pray for me? Gloria, pray for me. I have confidence in your prayer life. Would you pray that... Get it. If I just had, and you guys, if we just had a few more praying, that God would move upon the heart of my brother Philip. <laughs> that he would find it within himself in his, in his own good time. 
because I'm so thirsty. Could I have some water? Please give me some water. <laughs> if you could only let me know, give me a sign that water's on the way. <laughs> <laughs> And this is, what, this is what children are doing to God. Yeah. Father, please heal me. Yeah. Please heal me. Please heal me. I hurt. I'm so, I'm hurting. I'm in pain. Please heal me. Yeah, come on. And right there in the realm of the unseen, you have the master who's already bore the stripes. Right. Already paid the price. Amen. Already given his word. Amen. And he's standing there. And then so many Christians will finally say, well, could you come back, could, could you, could you come, come finish the illustration instead of, you know, I've stood for water for such a long time. And I must, I've decided that I, I need to be humble before my Philip. I just need to be humble. And submit myself to his mysterious and infinite wisdom. Oh. <laughs> that for, he knows better than I. He, he knows that I, it's not his plan that I have water. <laughs> Philip works in mysterious ways. <laughs> and so I'm going to. I'm going to be a good Christian soldier and I'm going to bear my cross like a man. And I'm going to be thirsty for Jesus. And in my thirst and dryness, I'm going to give Philip glory. I'm just going to trust that Philip knows best. <laughs> and all the while, what's Philip doing? What must I do? Oh, come on now. Whew. Now, I, don't sit down until I tell you. <laughs> how, how long... Would this go on? I'm so dry, I'm so thirsty. Please, what more could Philip do? <clears throat> He's not going to do that. What more in the area of healing? What, what do you have to... There's nothing for me to do. There's nothing for Philip to do if I won't take it. It's not a matter that it's up to him. It's not ma when I asked, notice when I asked, he came. And all of the crying, and all of the whining, and all of the waiting, and all of the pleading, and all of the begging, and all of the being thirsty for Jesus is just religious smoke. 
when faith would simply say, thank you, I receive it. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Every promise from God is given. It is given. It is offered. I have scripture for that. But I ask you to turn to Mark 11. Y'all okay? Give me two or three more minutes here. Mark chapter 11, verse number 22. Jesus said and answered unto them, Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Well, we read about what faith is. Faith is the assurance. Faith is the title deed. Faith is that inward conviction of the reality of the thing not seen. Amen. Praise God. You know, if, now I'm going to ask you, but if Philip was standing here and he was outstretched with a bottle of water and I closed my eyes, so I shut off my sense of sight, does that mean that the water's not offered? Does that mean that Philip's not there? It's just that I'm from, if I'm going, if, I have, if I'm looking for confirmation that I have water based on my sight, my sight would have to tell me I don't have it. If I groped and I reached but I could never get my hand on it, then the sense of touch to the sense of touch, it would tell me I have no water. If Philip just stood there and didn't make any sound, then to my sense of hearing, what would my hearing say about water? Ain't no water. Faith is your sixth sense. Right? I mean, if I close my eyes, I can't, I can't tell that my wife is in front of me. If, if you ask, eyes, is Amber in front of you? My eyes would have to say no, no. But if she spoke and said, I am here, I am here. Oh, <laughs> my eyes are still seeking confirmation. My eyes have no evidence. But my ears are telling my eyes, she's there. Yeah. Only by the sense of, right, whatever my... my my ear learns nothing about what uh, uh, Justin's shirt looks like. My ear can't tell me anything about what Carrie's dress looks like. Right? right? And, and my eyes can't tell me anything about Faith's voice. Right. To the sense of eye, sight, her voice is... It doesn't exist. Do you see that? See, now, take away all your five physical senses. What faith does, faith knows its healing exists. But if you look down, your eyes would tell you it doesn't. The touch, the sense of feeling would tell you it doesn't. But does that mean it doesn't exist? Does that mean it's not real? To the realm of faith. Faith is unseen, but it's a very real thing. That's right. Right? Amen. My brother in the back's got a wonderful blue teal shirt on. I can, I can describe it to you, but not through my sense. I can't, it, I, my sight, my, my vision, putting my eyes on that great shirt. I don't know if that's up for sale or whatever, but, you know, <laughs> I like it. Uh, you know, it, my sight tells me nothing about the texture of that shirt. Right. Is it scratchy? Is it soft? See, each of our different senses tells us something totally independent of the other sense. Right. 
You take away that one sense, it just can't tell you anything about it. To, to that particular sense, that other thing doesn't exist. Faith is your sixth sense. So when you talk about having faith in God, this is what he means. Having confidence, having a conviction, an inward heartfelt conviction of the reality of something that your eye tells you isn't there. Amen. And this is the God kind of faith. Have the God kind of faith is what it literally says in the Greek. Verse 23, Jesus begins uh, to teach us about this God kind of faith and how it works. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things that he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Amen. And we're going to spend time on that, but just not today. Verse 24, therefore I say to you, Jesus said, whatever, King James says, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them. Believe you receive them and you shall have them. This is the way we receive everything we want from God. Oh, I'm just waiting on God to fill me with the Holy Ghost. I sure would like to speak in tongues. I should, Father, fill me with, I just want, please fill me, please fill me. I want to be filled, to, I want to be able to speak in tongues. Well, you're going to have to believe you receive it. If you don't believe you receive it, you're going to stand there at the, at the water of the Holy Ghost, crying and begging and whining and not having, while the rest of us took it. This word, this word receive is not passive. In the Greek, it's the Greek word lumbano, and it means to apprehend. You know, so on the news, when we find out a, uh, someone broke out, and the police apprehended, what does that mean? They chased them. They looked for them. They grabbed them. If they had to tackle them, they put them back in cups and hauled them back to jail. Right? That's the Greek word receive. That's what you got to do by faith for your healing. I apprehended it. I handcuffed it. It's mine. I took it. It became mine. It means to take possession of. Amen. In the unseen realm, you see what was paid. The Word tells you about what Jesus did. The Word says, He Himself, who bore your sin in His own body on the tree, that we being dead unto sin might live unto righteousness, by whose wounds His stripes ye were healed. And faith believes that. And it just reaches out, not with sight, not with feeling, not with hearing, but with the sixth sense of faith and says, I take it. It's in my possession. I have it now. Faith is a receiver. Amen. Do you get that? That's what Jesus is saying. This is what I require of you if you want to have it. Mm-hmm. You have to have it in its unseen form. You have to have the possession of it. Based on what? Based on what God said. That's it. Based on what God said. Not based on what your body looks like. Not based on what on the test, not, not based on anything, based on what God said. Based on what God said. I believe what God said. What God said is over what I see. If God said I'm healed, I am. When are you going to, I am. Based on what? Based on what he said. Based on what he said. It's mine. For a few days before my toe, the healing of my toe, I know that sounds silly, but I mean, you got enough pain on your toe, you want healing on the toe. 
And I would walk around and tell my, tell my hikers, you know, God healed my toe. Yeah. Was I lying? No. Still hurt the same. Still looked the same. But I'd received it. I received it before I came on the hike. I took my healing by faith. I said, Brother Scott, God's so good, he healed my toe. You know, I don't have to wait until the healing shows up in the natural before I can tell him why, because I believe. My father's making it good. He's not a liar. I walk around and tell everybody I see. Oh, thank God, it's good. Thank God, I'm, oh, praise God, it's so good to be healed. God is so faithful. Then on that last night of the hike, I went to change my bandage out and off came that corn, that growth in that bandage with new skin underneath. That's not the moment I had it. I only got to that moment because days before I took it. Did you get that? That's just, this is what faith is. What, what am I basing my confidence on? On what God said. Right? Just based on what God said. I walked around. I just knew. I got $5,000. Praise God. I've got $5,000. Oh, praise God. So good not to have to go take a second job. It's so good to have a wonderful father who will help me. And I just tell him every day, Father, thank you. Thank you for providing that $5,000. It's mine now. I have it. Thank you. So faithful. Amen? When, it show, when I received the check in my hand, that's not when I had it. I did more praising while the check was not in my hand. See, if you learn to live this pretty, pretty well, you know, when people will look at you and go, it showed up, it showed up, it showed up. How come you're not running? To me, I already ran, dear. You missed my ran. I was running in the middle of the night when my body was crying out in pain. I've already done my... Yes, I'm thankful, but I already did all my running. I've had it for a long time. I'm as healed as healed could be. I'm as happy as happy could be. I'm as victorious as victorious could be. Glory to God, because I have it. That's what Jesus said. Come on. What did he say? What things soever you desire... When it shows up, believe you receive it. No, no, a thousand times no. Whatsoever you desire, when you pray, when you pray, when you pray, believe, you apprehend it. Believe, you take possession of it. Believe it becomes yours. And Jesus said, if you will do that, I'll make sure you have it. I'll make sure it shows up. But we don't qualify for answered prayer until we believe we have it before we see it. That's what faith is. That's what faith is. I had a thriving, prosperous daycare before we ever had a license. Amen. 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 Are you getting it? We're going to have to close, but are you getting it? Come on. Glory to God. The sickness shows up. Get in the Word. What did God say? What did God say? See, faith Keep coming. I'm going to teach you this. Faith is based, it's built, it's invested entirely in what God said. What did He say? What did He say? He's going to perform in your life what He said. Amen? But it's like those mountain house meals we eat going to go hiking. You don't want to eat them unless you add the necessary ingredients. 
That's going to be tough to choke down. But you have to add, the, the reason that, the way that meal becomes edible is when you add, when you add your part, when you add the right amount of hot water to that substance, then and only then does it become an edible meal. God's part is he's provided the, the bread of your healing. He's provided the substance of your finances. He's provided the angels and the power of God to keep you and protect you and to guard you and to defend you. But you're not going to have it in this life until you add the water of your faith. And so I keep, I keep asking people, when are you going to believe that you're healed? If the answer is, well, I just, you know, the doctor said, You don't get it yet. Wow. When are you going to begin to believe that you're healed? Amen. Amen. Well, if you keep checking your body, you don't get it yet. Yeah. Amen. When are you going to begin to believe that your need is met according to His riches and glory? Because right. Amen. Amen. God is not obligated to do anything for you until you move over into faith. And precious saints, I'm closing, I promise. Precious saints die going, yeah. oh God, please heal me. Yeah. And moms and dads going, oh, please heal my husband. Please, yeah, please, Father, on. heal my. When are you going to believe that you receive it? God moves, this whole thing about faith is, is like playing checkers with God. God moves in turn. And he went first when he sent Jesus. He went first to pay for your redemption. He went first a long time ago and bore those stripes and took upon your poverty and your mental illness and your emotional problems and all the chastisement of your peace was on him. He, he, he moved first. Now it's your turn. 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 It's your turn to believe what he said. It's your turn to believe my God shall supply. If you really believe it, what are you going to do? You're going to talk and think, and you're going to act like it's true. You're not going to walk the floor at night wondering how that bill's going to get paid. You've already got it. You talk it, you think it to the best of your ability. You act as if it's so because it is, based on what God said. What things soever you desire when you pray, not when you feel, not when you see, not when you get prophesied to. Come on. <laughs> Amen. Amen. When you pray, yeah. believe you take it, you come into the ownership of it. And after that, when you don't see, think, feel, whatever, you act, think, and talk as if it's done because in your heart it is. you get that? This is the faith life. This, you know, God doesn't do credit. Very rarely can you get God to do credit. You got to pay up front. You got to pay for your feet, your finances, your all, you got to pay up front. What do you pay? You pay faith. You pay in faith. You believe what he said above all else. And when you, when you pay that up front, then he, then he makes it good.
Brother Hagen went paralysis one time on his, as a, not long after his big healing. And the whole, I think, left side of his face began to droop. His eye dropped, his mouth dropped. He had no control of the left side of his mouth. So he went to church that night and had his pastor pray for him according to James 5, like, you know, anoint him with oil, pray the prayer of faith. That's what the Bible says. He believed it. I don't even think the preacher believed it. So then he had this little guy, he's going to walk home. And they were walking home. And he told everybody going out of the church, aren't you glad, don't praise God, isn't it great to be healed? And they all looked at him like, what? Because his face is all drooped over. Isn't God great, isn't it so good to be healed? And then all the way home, he's talking to this, little, this gal, he's walking home. Isn't it so great to be healed? God healed me. And she would go, Kenneth, God, you're not healed. Your, your face, it's just the same. It looks the same. Oh, but based on James chapter 5, verse 16, call upon the elders of the church, they'll pray the prayer of faith to you, anointing them sick, and if they, you know, again, they shall be healed. Yeah. Isn't it great to be healed? <laughs> but, but you're not healed. See, she's walking by sight, he's walking by faith. Yeah. So when they finally got to her doorstep, you can stand up on your feet. That'll encourage you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So he, uh, he got to their front porch, their stoop, and the front light comes on, and Mama comes out. And I don't know what Mama was, was or even the little gal's name, but she said, Mama, come over here and look at Kenneth's face. He ke- all the way home, he keeps saying he's healed. Is he healed? And Mama would go, well, his face, his face all drooped, all paralyzed. Doesn't look healed to me. Based on James chapter 5, verse 16, went to church tonight, called upon the elders of the church, and said, pray, anoint them with the oil, and pray the prayer of faith, and God will raise them up, heal the sick, if they forgive them any sins. Isn't it great to be healed? Amen. I'm healed. But he had just had to leave them on the stoop, not getting it. And he went to bed just looking as paralyzed, and eye and face as droopy on the left side as he ever was, but when he got up in the morning... When he got up in the morning, looked in the mirror, everything restored, everything healed, everything fine. Now, let me ask you something before you go. You don't get to leave unless you get the right, unless you give me the right answer. When was he healed? When he believed he received it at church. It just showed up. It just showed up where everybody else could see it. The next morning. That's what faith is. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we.